Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Dr. Bob Choate. He has eight years military experience. He has worked with the LAPD. He was a stage hypnotist, owned a widely successful business, and is now going back to school for yet another PhD, this time in physics. I also have Philip Tate. He's a communication consultant doing brand building and strategic communications and marketing based in Charlotte, North Carolina. The question I have for the two of you, what is the difference between hearing and listening? Philip, would you like to kick us off? Sure. I guess as a communications consultant, I should be the one to go first here, right? So, uh, <laughs> anyway, you know, you know, I think that at its simplest level, I mean, hearing's passive. Listening should be active. I mean, mm. listening is to hear something with some thoughtful uh, attention. The, the ears give us the ability to 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 hear, but but listening gives us the the ability to be present, to process, uh, and to be engaged with someone else. I like to think that listening is what makes understanding happen. I want communication to be actionable and insightful, and you can't do that if you're not listening to the other person. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking, and, and and I completely agree uh, that the the difference between hearing or being heard and listening, every single point. Philip was spot on on that. And I started thinking about it last night and from a neuroscience perspective, because part of my background, I, I look at it that every single one of us, we have our own map of the world, how we see things, how we see reality. And for us to try to communicate the way we see something to somebody else, to the way they see something, we have to really go through just asking a series of questions. So instead of just hearing, in order to listen, we need to ask questions first and then then get the feedback back, uh, based on that. Because we may not be understanding the same thing. Mm. Even just simply listening without asking questions, there, there, there could be conflict. So just going back and forth to try to match their model world with our model world and try to come to an understanding in terms of that. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's always a challenge. I think a good example of hearing is if my husband's talking to me in the house and I can hear his voice, but I can't understand him, I will say, I hear you talking, but hold on, let me get closer. And that means I want to listen. So that for me is what hearing is. I, I, I hear noise, but I can't comprehend it. But what's interesting, because I agree with you about listening, listening is that ability to comprehend and take action on it. But when someone, when we're talking to someone and they don't do what we tell them to do, we say, you're not listening to me, which has nothing to do with listening. It has to do with taking the action I'm telling you to take. And my response to that has often been, I hear you, I understand you, I disagree with you. So it's interesting that I use the word hear there rather than listen when someone says, you're not listening to me. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's spot on. When you actively listen, when you're engaging with people, I think that's at the heart of what creates relationships. And you get deeper in those relationships when you do have that ability to exchange information, understand each other. Think about sharing memories. I talked yesterday during my lunch hour with uh, my best friend from high school. Uh, we had not spoken in a couple of years. We both had had career changes during the pandemic and have, have both come through on the other side. But it was like we were right back to where we were growing up. And it didn't take long because we've known each other for, for so long. For us to pass on stories or to the next generation, to our children, to our grandchildren, what have you. I think at, at an even deeper level, which is not necessarily related to the memories, 
resolving conflict, creating solutions, solving problems. You have to have a dialogue which involves not only just talking and thinking about what you're going to say next, but hopefully listening to the other person so that you can respond in a thoughtful and a meaningful way. Yeah, well said on that. Uh, and, and I like that you brought up dialogue because a lot of people really don't engage in, in dialogue. They may get, have a conversation. They may think that they're com communicating. And yes, we, we're all communicating because we cannot not communicate, mm -hmm. even if we just don't say anything because people will take that they'll maybe gain inference from it or or whatever but I, I i love that you brought up dialogue and i think we need to engage in more of that i think the true aspect and i'm going to add in the word wisdom is being able to to really learn to understand the other person even if you disagree with them it's important to engage in dialogue where you can listen to them. And then I like questioning. I think that's important as well. That way, even if, if we disagree and they disagree with us, if they're really being understood, being listened to, uh, they'll feel better about it. I think one thing that people don't appreciate enough is that when you're really listening to someone, there's going to be a pause. There's going to be that silence where you have to kind of process what they've said and then think, okay, how do I want to respond? Because if you don't have that pause, I would have to be thinking while you're talking. There's no way that I could listen and respond immediately without thinking first. And I think that many of us are not comfortable with that few seconds of silence. Think about public speaking, hesitation phenomenon. Um, um, you know, and, and, a lot of that's pausing and trying to collect your thoughts or figure out what am I going to say next. I'd offer three tips uh, for, for better listening, uh, and we've kind of circled around them already. I think a part of it is like what you did at the very top, ask good questions. If you ask good questions, that certainly helps the listening process and creates and leads to that dialogue we spoke about earlier. Another thing is what we said also, wait to speak which is probably the hardest thing for me, it's probably the hardest thing for most people is waiting to speak because you think about something, I don't want to lose that. And then the third part of that is stay focused, stay in the conversation, stay present. Really, to me, that's what listening is all about. You're present, uh, you're engaged, you're focused on the person you're in dialogue with. Mm -hmm. I think one I might add is let the other person talk. <laughs> I think a lot of times we make the mistake of and I see this a lot with people where they hold the floor by making those vocal, I'm not done talking yet, um, er, mm, no, they make noises that say, I have the floor, don't interrupt me. And sometimes if you're not ready to kind of say your thing, be quiet, let somebody else say their thing. Correct. Well, think, about, think about the power too of the person in a meeting uh, or at a conference or whatever, who doesn't speak that often. And when they do speak, how powerful it is. They, they appear to be more thoughtful. They may or may not be. But the fact is to have the patience, to have the discipline, to, to wait to speak and to listen to what others are saying and think about what you're going to say in the context of what you've just heard and, and listen to, hopefully, from others. Mm -hmm. Do we feel like hearing is just the noise that happens and that listening is the processing of that sound into cognizant thought ideas and response 
when we hear, and now I'm going to talk about physics in terms of sound waves coming in, and then neuroscience that gets processed into our brain, we create our own interpretation of the data that, that's coming in. But there's also the aspect of the visual part. When we're hearing these sounds coming in, we're also getting information coming into our eyes re regarding a person's, their body language, if they're sitting down like this, or like all this kind of stuff, or if they're really uh, attentive. So all that's coming in. I mean, there's mm -hmm. all kinds of things that are coming in being processed into this mass of called called our brain. And then we, we have an interpretation of that. And, and then we'll maybe voice our own sounds or whatever that comes out with our own body language based on what we think that the person is saying in terms of how we respond to, which can, can be messed up. Again, going back, um, questioning is, is very important to find out for clarification purposes in terms of what the person, what we think the person is communicating to us. So I, I think that's, that's, that's important in, in terms of the way my perspective sees this. That's why I give the presentation, why what you said is not what they heard. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. I think hearing's the, is not a communication skill. It's just the act, almost like the physical I have these two ears, and so it's going to be collecting that data. But listening is really connecting it to the brain, as Bob said, and, and processing the information. That's the skill that's necessary to have effective communication is listening. Mm -hmm. I agree. Well, that is our 10 minutes, so I'm going to cut us off there. Thank you for listening to me today in this conversation, and I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.